This morning we turn to Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, his first letter, his first letter to this group of people that were hearing about Jesus and trying to figure out what it meant to live with Jesus and to to start a church. And for Paul, his mission, his purpose was to share the good news, to share the gospel of Jesus. He writes about the ups and downs of this mission. You know, brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not without results. We had previously suffered and been treated outrageously in Philippi, as you know. But with the help of our God, we dared to tell you his gospel in the face of strong opposition. For the appeal we make does not spring from error, or impure motives, nor are we trying to trick you. On the contrary, we speak as those approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We are not trying to please people, but God, who tests our heart. You know, we never used flattery, nor did we put on a mask to cover up greed. God is our witness. We were not looking for praise from people, not from you or anyone else. Even though as apostles of Christ, we could have asserted our authority. Instead, we were like young children among you. Just as a nursing mother cares for her children, so we cared for you. Because we loved you so much, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. Have you ever had a moment where it just washed over you how good life is? You know, even with everything the world's going through and and whatever it is you're going through, just a moment where it struck you that this is good. This, this is good. And, and I believe, for me, that moment is always better because I know Jesus. That no matter what I face in life, this is good and it will be all right because of Jesus. Just washes over you. This week I was in uh, Walmart in the grocery section and I turned the corner into the candy aisle. Now I wasn't there for candy, but as I turned the corner into the candy aisle, there was a grandmother and granddaughter coming the other way and I heard, can you find the Smarties? Can you find the Smarties? Can you see them? Can you see them? Can you find the Smarties? And here's this little girl about this high just looking at that wall of candy you know, looking everywhere. And her grandmother says, can you see them? Can you find them? And finally she says, I see them, I see them, I found them. And luckily they were way down here. And she grabbed a bag of Smarties and she lit up. She was so excited, filled with joy. And she ran with that bag of Smarties to her grandmother in the cart and put it in there. I was just struck by the joy she had in finding Smarties. Then I thought, Cheryl, my wife likes Smarties. I, I, I better buy a bag. 
So I went down there and I grabbed a bag of Smarties and I put that in, in my cart. I'm, I'm easily influenced that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy that has to buy something from the end cap in the, in the stores because they, someone had a meeting to decide what would be placed on the end of the, uh, of the, the shelves. And, and then somebody was given a mem memo that they had to fill that end cap. And then they spent the whole morning arranging the things on the end cap. So I got to buy something from there. I mean, we're trying to have a civilization here. This is, this is how it works. I, I could never do that online shopping because I'd have to have my list and then say, just buy some random item from an end cap and put it on there. I don't know if you can do that. So I got my bag of Smarties and got ready to take it home to Cheryl. And then I thought, wait a minute, the, the, the church office, the office house there, if, if you come in there, we always usually have a basket with candy in it. And, and if you visit, if you come in, you can take one. They're, they're really for us as the staff, but you can, you can take one. And we were out. So I thought, well, I got Smarties for Cheryl. So I turned the cart all the way back across the store to the Halloween candy section, and I got a big bag of Halloween candy. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute. Chad likes Reese's peanut butter cups. So I found those. And then for Halloween, they have green Reese's peanut butter cups where the bottom's green. And someone had a whole meeting about that, so I had to buy those. So I took candy everywhere, home and to the office, stop in this week and grab a piece of candy. And I, what, wait a minute, what, what did they say? Just one, yeah, just, just one, because <laughs> you know how offices work. There's candy there for the public, but the people that work there eat a lot of it. And we're not the only office like that, I don't think. So, um, but I thought, that's how, that's how it is with Jesus, isn't it? You know, someone finds Jesus and they're excited about it and somebody else sees that and then they, they buy Smarties and then they buy candy and take it to somebody else and then it's shared with somebody else. And that was whole, Paul's whole, whole mission, his whole purpose to share the gospel, to share the good news, to share the 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 just the incredible story of Jesus and to share Jesus. And he talks about how they were like a mother who cared for their children. They cared for them so much and they loved them so much that they were delighted to share the gospel of God, but also their very lives. Because, you know, when Paul went, he didn't just preach on a Sunday, then leave. No, they, they moved in. He was there for months, and those that were with them were there for months. They lived in people's houses. They, they lived together and, and got to see, you know, the good and the bad of each other. He said, we, we were delighted to share not just the gospel of God, but also our lives as well. And I got to thinking about our world today, which... It's so similar, but it's so different. And I think we share our lives with our neighbors and those people in Walmart, but we don't always share the gospel. We don't always share the good news of Jesus. 
I, I mean, there I am in Walmart after the Smarty incident, and I just really had one of those moments that this is good. Life is good. I mean, I know the world's going through a whole lot, and there's some of those shelves in Walmart that are empty, but life is good because I know Jesus. But then I knew there were other people in Walmart that don't know Jesus, that maybe don't have that moment where it's good. And I thought, how can we share the gospel and share our lives? We're so good about sharing our lives. I mean, all of us share our lives with our neighbors, whether they know Jesus or not. You know, we lived around them. We work with them. We're in Walmart with them. And, and, and we're trying to, we live our lives as best as we can as Christians. You know, we're, we're not angry when the world is angry. We're not mean when somebody is mean to us. We try to love as best we can. We try to share, even though the world can be greedy. We share our lives with those around us. And as a church, we're so good at that. I mean, last year we built a whole house, a whole house to just give to a family. We're collecting for trunk and treat and stuff a pumpkin. We, uh, we uh, collect uh, groceries when the bags are passed out. The angel tree goes up and we take an angel and we give. We're so good at, at sharing our lives and sharing and giving. But sometimes sharing the gospel, we're not sure what to do. And we had a week at the, the office where, where people just in desperate times came in and we were able to help them, able to help them with, uh, with Walmart cards. In fact, we had given out all of our cards. A lady called on Friday and she had just gotten an apartment. She had been homeless. The people had worked with her in Beaver Falls and she got into an apartment, but that's all she had was the apartment. She needed help to get silverware and a can opener. And I said, we, we just gave out the last card, but if you call back next week, we will replenish and we will be ready to share with you. So Pastor Ty and I and Lee Vega, our lay leader, were delighted that a few weeks ago, a program came to us that will enable us to share the gospel with our neighbors. And this is a nationwide program called Saturate USA. And the goal is by, I think, 2027 to saturate the entire United States, every zip code with the gospel, hanging the gospel on the doorknob of every house or apartment or whatever. And we, along with other churches in our area, Beaver Falls and up here, have adopted our zip code, 15010. And that's tens of thousands of people but we met as pastors and leaders of churches and we divided up the zip code and we took zone six and seven. Now that doesn't mean anything to you, but that's basically like here and west as far as our zip code goes and south down Shenango Road and Blackhawk Road until uh, the zip code runs out. And Pastor Ty and I took the leap of faith to say, we can do this, our people can do this. It's, about, it's over a thousand homes. And, and this program is already paid for. Somebody that has more money than you and I paid for everything. And what it is, is this DVD 
uh, has the Jesus film. And maybe you've heard of that. It's really the most marketed film in the world. It's gone to other countries uh, to share the basic story of Jesus, the gospel, and, uh, and also a, a track, and we can put some information about our church in there. But it doesn't just have the Jesus film. It also has a film about Mary Magdalene, that we, how Jesus related to women, and then also a film for children, how Jesus invited the little children to come from come to him. And, you know, everybody doesn't have a DVD or they move beyond DVDs. But if you're young, there's a QR code that you can take a picture with your phone. And if you take a picture and scan that, you get all three films, you get a Bible, you get everything you need. And what we're challenging our church to do is to put this on every doorknob in our zones, over a thousand homes, to simply be able to share the gospel and to put the track and to put some information about our church. But I have to caution us on that. We have to hear Paul, he said, the appeal we make does not spring from error or impure motives, nor are we trying to trick you. You see, we can't go into this thinking, you know, we, we need more people in our church. We need more people to be here. We need people to help pay the bills. We can't go into this for that reason. We can't have an impure motive or try to trick people. This is pure and simple sharing the gospel, and this is trusting in the Holy Spirit. We have no idea what this DVD or QR code on a doorknob will do. It's up to God. It's the Holy Spirit that will work there. Maybe it will lead somebody to come here or go to another church. We don't know, but that can't be the reason we're doing it. Paul said they did it because they were the people approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. That's us today. We are the church. We are the people with the stamp of approval of God to be entrusted with the gospel. And when we're entrusted with the gospel, it's not just for us. No, it's for everybody around us. So what we're going to do in, well, first of all, you have some homework to do. Uh, Google Saturate USA. Saturate USA. The, the vision is to saturate our entire country with the gospel. And, and when you Google it, then you can see the whole program, how it works. And then think about how you want to be involved and, and pray about how you want to be involved in this. Because in about three weeks, we're going to have a couple hymn sing Sundays. They're just, we're just going to be singing hymns. And when we do that, we're going to pass out clipboards where you can sign up uh, for Saturate USA. And what we need is people with a mind for Christ because we need organizers. I mean, think about this. We have to cover this, this great area. We need people that can divide up. These streets need to go together and people to keep track of what streets have been covered, what haven't. We need those organization people. And you know who you are. You do it everywhere you're, you're at. But we need people with a mind for Christ. And then we need people with hands for Christ because you may not be able to run out there and deliver those, but you can be the hands and put together the packets, put them in the bags and get them all ready. And then we definitely need people with feet for Christ because the scripture said, beautiful are the feet 
of God's messengers to carry the good news across the hills. So pray about it and think about it. Do you have a mind for Christ? Do you want to be an organizer? Do you have hands for Christ that you can put the packets together? Or are you ready to use your feet for Christ and get out there and share the gospel, the good news? Paul was right. If we care and love for love our neighbors, we've got to do both. We've got to share our life, but we've got to share the gospel. It's, it's what we've been entrusted with. It's who we are. And sometimes we don't know how to do that. But this, this is just a blessing from God because it's how we can do it. And it's simple. And we'll do some this fall. If we don't get finished, we'll start again in the spring when it gets, gets warmer. But we'll, over the next year, cover our zones, over a thousand homes, and share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ with our neighbors. Amen.